Monday, June 13th. You're listening to Weather with Enthusiasm. We have a dangerous situation that is developing here in the upper Midwest that has developed in the upper Midwest over in North Dakota, South Dakota, into Minnesota. As a thunderstorm complex, some of them which are severe developed last night and continued to develop this morning. The complex did not deteriorate as forecasters thought it would, but the complex continues to intensify as it moves east-southeast. That's one area of thunderstorm development that meteorologists are keeping their eyes on for today. But another area to look for is this also a phenomenal ring of fire that either has de- it has developed in the past but it will be developing big time this afternoon into tonight. We have a powerhouse high pressure ridge. Those are words, the words powerhouse or potent are usually not used in regards to high pressure. Those are words which are used to low pressure or a storm system. But in this case, the high pressure ridge is really potent, bringing heat like people have never seen before. This The combination of heat and humidity that's occurring right now in the Midwest, the southern Midwest, St. Louis, Missouri, southern Illinois, where dew points, upper 70s and low 80s, and temperatures, triple-digit heat. That combination is a true rarity. That's something that occurs on the Persian Gulf. You have to go to Iran or India to experience this stuff, but it's happening this time around. Today, it's happening right here in the Midwest, in Missouri and Illinois. The last time this happened probably was July 1995. This is a true rarity. It's true that St. Louis has hot and humid summers, Memphis, Tennessee, heat and humidity, Florida, all these places. But heat and humidity usually means temperatures in the 90s and dew points in the 60s or dew points in the 70s. But to have this type of intensity, you have to go usually to the Persian Gulf before you get dew points about 80 degrees combined with triple-digit heat. But that's what's happening here in the Midwest. Okay, now the importance of this is because of these that gives you an idea of how much energy these how much energy is fueling these storms that could develop this afternoon the storms develop if they develop when they develop they will be developing along the boundary of this hot air this boundary of hot and humid air right now is south of Chicago. To the north of the boundary, we have much cooler air, especially since this is something that's occurring in the month of June, and the winds are right off of Lake Michigan, and the water temperatures remain in the 50s. So there's a large contrast in temperatures. We usually do not call heat a blast of heat. That's something that's reserved for Arctic air. We call it a blast of Arctic air. But this heat is so steamy, so humid, you can call it a blast of brutal heat and humidity that's really going to be colliding with much cooler air this afternoon. And that front's going to be again by mid to late afternoon, which is the point of the day which the instability is highest. That's going to be just south of Chicago, right over Chicago. Now, the other thunderstorm complex, however, is going to be well to the north of Chicago. The real intense stuff 
would develop when that thunderstorm complex collides with this front that's just to the south of the Chicago area. That's why cities like Detroit and Pittsburgh really have to watch out today, even Milwaukee, but Detroit, Detroit and Pittsburgh, especially Detroit, you know, it's the thunderstorm complex is going to reach Detroit after it's already gone over Lake Michigan. So one would think perhaps there could be some weakening, but that's a nice thought, except the other variables fueling this complex are so intense, there really probably won't be any weakening. And Detroit might be point of greatest interest right now, the city of Detroit, but Pittsburgh as well. And if you live east of the Appalachians, you know, usually people think that these storms weaken when they pass the Appalachians. So the only thing is, however, is that even if they do, these storms still will remain severe even after they pass the Appalachians in all likelihood. We have wind gusts that will be approaching 80 miles per hour in some of these storms. Some areas may even get higher wind gusts than that. And this is not tornadoes. There could be some brief tornadoes as well. This is just the straight line winds of up to 80 miles per hour, perhaps even stronger for portions of the upper Midwest, especially Wisconsin, and especially when this thing, when this thunderstorm complex that somehow survived the entire night last night is going to collide with this front, which is moving north, and it will be north of Chicago by this evening. Some area around Milwaukee and especially Detroit, even Pittsburgh, and as you go east, uh, you know, there's a pop-up thunderstorm complex also moving over Cincinnati around 3.30 p.m. their time, 2.30 p.m. Chicago time. But that is probably a separate thing. I just thought I would mention that since that is pretty much uh, also the southern Midwest or the Ohio Valley. The main point of interest is going to be when this thunderstorm complex collides with this front. That's where the most severe and most intense stuff is going to happen. Now, however, that's not the only place where we have to watch out. The Chicago area might not be in that line. This line is going to be north of the Chicago area. However, any area, as we mentioned, any area right Outside of this hot air mass is on that front, is on the boundary. It's right in between the boundary of cool air and hot air. That's an area for massive thunderstorm development, even without that thunderstorm complex that's already developed in Minnesota. So basically, we have the standard thunderstorm development, which will be strong, that could happen later this afternoon due to a boundary separating extreme heat and humidity from much cooler air, which is that boundary is pretty much over Interstate 80, maybe by this evening to the north, eventually will be over to the Southern Lake Michigan later on this evening. So that's one area where there could be thunderstorm development. And there could be very strong thunderstorm development. The other area is an area that there already is thunderstorm development, and there has been thunderstorm development, and it's been happening already for 12, 15 hours already, and it continues to move east. That's just an area, a mesoscale development, a thunderstorm complex of severe weather that's moving into Wisconsin. That's like a definite. That's already there. That's on the radar. That's that's there moving. Now, if the two collide with each other, which at some point they will, that's when we could see extreme massive development of severe weather. So, you know, thunderstorms are, we don't have computer models right now that are 
so accurate when it comes to forecasting thunderstorms. The European computer model is an extremely accurate model, but it does not have high enough resolution to forecast thunderstorms well. And in fact, you may not even see any thunderstorm development on the European computer model at all. You would have to go to the North American mesoscale model, or you can go to the HRR model and models like that. The GFS model does show thunderstorm development, surprisingly, but up the GFS model does show that even though it's a global model and it's also not high resolution, the GPS, not GPS, the GFS, the global forecast system model is showing thunderstorm development, but they are a little bit off. Um, the European computer model shows the warm front pushing north of Chicago somewhere between three and four o'clock. We have some of the high resolution models showing some thunderstorm development over Chicago around that time. We also have some high-resolution models showing thunderstorm development over Chicago before that time. But if let's say if we had to pick a time, I would say 3.30, 3.45 p.m. over Chicago. Will it be severe? Will it not be severe? Those are questions that we don't really know. Uh, you know, then there's another one probably around 8 o'clock p.m. at the very, you know, at the very tail end when the system for real finally pushes completely north of Chicago and we're completely in the warm air around 8 o'clock p.m. The severe chances for severe weather are highest in Wisconsin. They're highest in Wisconsin. Chances for tornadoes are also highest in Wisconsin. And the hail size is also, chances are it's going to be largest in Wisconsin. But we remain with a severe weather threat here in the Chicago area as well. For those of us who are living in Chicago, although the chances for severe weather are highest north of us, the time periods, if we were to put an exact time, we would say 3.30, 3.45 p.m. or somewhere around 8 o'clock p.m., those two time periods. If we want to go for accuracy and not put an exact time anywhere between 2 p.m. and 9 p.m. and realize the National Weather Service, which includes Rockford, Illinois, in their county warning area, has said between noon and 3 p.m., but that would be the first area of thunderstorm development that time period, noon to three. But realize, I think here, for those of us living in West Rogers Park, we're going to be looking closer to 3.45 p.m. It's really not going to be between noon and 3 p.m., but people should know the National Weather Service did say that, and they're saying 1 to 3 p.m. for the Chicago area. Just realize the high-resolution models are showing 3.30 or 3.45 p.m., uh, and that is one thing to watch out for in Chicago. We have the 3.30 p.m. Cincinnati time complex around the Cincinnati area, perhaps. And people in Pittsburgh and Detroit might be in the bullseye for this, along with Milwaukee. People living east of the Appalachians also may be getting severe weather towards sunrise tomorrow morning. People should know that the middle of the night is the most dangerous time to receive severe weather, and that's when a weather radio is probably the most important thing to have, especially if there's any chance for tornadoes, because a weather radio, an alert weather radio, a NOAA alert weather radio has a super loud alarm, and it will wake you up in the middle of the night. Thank you for listening. Hope everyone stays safe and enjoy, and we have true Persian Gulf heat overtaking the Midwest tomorrow. I would say the Persian Gulf level stuff really stays south of Chicago. And it is more for today. The Persian Gulf heat is really for today. Areas 
by tomorrow already, we're going to see a drop in humidity. It's no longer going to be Persian Gulf level. It's really just today. It's a one-day thing. It includes the St. Louis area. By tomorrow, we're already down to just really hot and humid, but it's not on the level of Persian Gulf. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.